welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And today's episode, brought to you by Doggone It's Hearts <laughs> and Hounds. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a sponsored episode. It was. Oh, uh, fantastic. What a treat. <laughs> Want to know what happened in this episode? Well, let's tell you in 60 seconds or less. Uh, in a second, we oh, call the Minimax, me. starting with Ellen. It's just me. Okay. Hearts and hounds. Here we go. Okay, so the episode starts off with um, Big Manor House, and then there's the most incredible uh, underwater red cellophane <laughs> horror movie thing that I know is a nightmare. But I wish it wasn't, and I wish the whole episode was just a lady in a nightgown running from uh, just the craziest Rottweiler-looking dogs through her <laughs> manor house. And then, surprise, her husband sits up with a shock, and then she wakes up. And then it's disappointing because he is Sir Asshole. He's the worst, and so everything is about how the hearts have these frenemies, and they have to have this yet another oh awkward dinner party's back they have to have the awkward <laughs> dinner party and the whole thing is a setup where it's like oh the man is mean to the lady the lady's like i need help then it turns out that the lady um had her lover the very not very good job doing estate manager anyways so they're in cahoots she wanted his money they killed the husband everyone is just kind of a piece of shit hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. the end <laughs> the end all right. Well, what can I do? What can I do? <laughs> Not much in one minute. What can I do? All right. Hearts. You're going to have to do everything. Pick yeah. up the flag, <laughs> which <laughs> is massive. Hearts and hounds. Uh, the hearts are in England again, for real, with Max. And uh, there's a jello cam nightmare where a woman's uh, being chased by dogs and gets shot by her husband. She wakes up. Her husband's an asshole. They're hosting the hearts for a, a, a fox hunt. Um, they, yeah. uh, the, the husband <laughs> is very, uh, blatantly cheating on his wife. She seems real sad. She tells the hearts, you may need to help me later on. The hearts go to the American werewolf in London pub and they meet a guy who introduces himself as idiot. And, uh, then idiot, uh, helps them when the, the hunt goes down after, uh, homegirl kills her husband with her, uh, her boyfriend, Arthur. Um, then they go on the fox hunt anyway because she's like fuck him and uh, they try to kill the hearts by releasing a bunch of uh, pheasants <laughs> um, but the hearts are too smart for that because Elliot shows up on a motorcycle and detains the bitch okay. smart hearts <laughs> yeah alright Hearts and Hounds, but not Freeway because he's nowhere to be seen in this episode. The Hearts are invited to a fox hunt <laughs> on uh, at a, ma- a manor in England, the countryside. So they turns out that the hosts are a shrew and a crank, and they're very <laughs> uncomfortable to have dinner with. <laughs> and she has a slight headache, so she has to go to dinner. And she's he, it's uh, sure crank. Yeah, she falls off her horse at one point and flops onto the ground right. and waits for everyone to come help her up. When she when they help her up, she's like. He's obviously trying to kill me uh, with no evidence at all. So later on, she kills him. They they rig his gun to backfire while they're skeet shooting. It's the only fucking thing to do 
do in the countryside. So they skeet shoot. He gets shot in the head. He dies. But the hunt is still on because she wants people around. Uh, meanwhile, Jonathan and Jennifer are at a pub playing darts with a man who they become friends with. The man swoops in on a motorcycle during the hunt and grabs the lady's horse. I guess that's why he swooped in on the motorcycle. And then Jonathan chases down the man who was going to shoot them. And they all live happily ever after. And then Jennifer loves anal. That <laughs> I had to include that part because that is the only rational thing that he said to her at the end. (laughs) Really? Jonathan whispers into Jennifer's ear and he says, I know something that you're, what is it, good at? And then he whispers anal into her ear and she says bullseye. (laughs) That's the only possible thing. So Jonathan whispers, you love anal. That's what he says. Oral's not on the table here. No. <laughs> Why would he whisper that? You can what? say that. You can say that in an English pub. Think of what you couldn't say in front of these English drunks at a pub in the countryside. Anal is the only possible solution to that puzzle. Oh my god. Well, Ellen has turned into a microphone. <laughs> She's hiding. <laughs> Well, Joe, I, I have to say, minus the inclusion of, of anal, I, I think that was the finest minute max sure, of the three. Yes. But we do what? have a ringer. Oh, yay. Oh, thank God. Thank, thank God. God. What if they say Jennifer loves anal at the end? Oh, God. <laughs> the Sizzler Family Playhouse proudly presents Hearts and Hounds. Dog attack juice not included. The Hearts and Max <laughs> return to jolly old England to stay at a large country estate. If you see Maggie Smith, you've gone too far. Forgetting she loves wildlife, <laughs> Jennifer now thinks fox hunts are totally bitchin'. Discount Alexander the Great forgets the hearts are amateur detectives, not psychiatrists. <laughs> Jonathan and Jennifer get dinner to show thanks to the battling Belgraves. Dear Ellen, it's Jennifer's writing outfit. Will you be my poke? After a few pints, Jonathan and Jennifer get the dirt on Sir William from the locals. Lady Belgrave and her male slut puppy give Sir William a buckshot facial. Groundskeeper Arthur uses Cujo's British cousins to try and stop Jonathan. Jonathan and Jennifer. Arthur tries the old sniper hidden in the woods routine, but the hearts ain't fall up for that, bitch. We shall fight them with horseback. We shall fight them with motorbikes. We shall fight them with tree trucks. We shall never surrender. Jennifer proves she's pretty good at handling something pointy, but didn't we know that already? The end. <laughs> the hearts ain't falling for that, bitch. Oh so in their God. minds, Jonathan whispered, hand jobs. <laughs> my pointy penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so there's two major things for me in, in this episode. Max eats brain soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, delicious and brain soup. And everyone is terrible. Pretty much. I mean, everyone part of me just Eddie. wanted Jennifer to pull a gun out and shoot both of those people in the fucking face while yes. they're eating, <laughs> eating dinner. Yeah. That was, I mean, like that woman had a nightmare, but those people are a nightmare. Mm-hmm. The Sir Dick face um, and then <laughs> Sir No face. He <laughs> like, oh my God. It's just like he's reading from a list of how to be the most unpleasant person alive. He's competitive. He's ugly looking. You know, I don't like that. He um, berates his gamekeepers and it's like uh, no one, there should not be a dirty horse, nor a dirty hound, nor a dirty gun anywhere on that estate when you have a full staff. That's very confusing to me. He's a jerk. And then he is just so smug and icky and his teeth and I just hate it and then the woman despite her incredibly foofy let's get physical hair is (laughs) like 
normally I want to like anybody that has those kinds of pointy eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> like I think I'm pretty easy like that. And so I kind of like her and then she's in like the nightmare sequence and I love that. But then it's just like, oh God, why is everyone just such a dick? This is the worst. Mm. Also, like, wouldn't it be weird to you guys if I was like, you guys, I have a new boyfriend. His name's Arthur. <laughs> that when you weird. picture the cartoon aardvark or whatever that thing is giant mouse head <laughs> yes arthur that thing yeah, yeah and the, with the with the sister that wears a wig maybe she had cancer <laughs> i don't know did she have cancer it's alopecia <laughs> <laughs> that wig that hair does not fit her character's <laughs> head <laughs> that's true is this our new podcast all about Arthur? Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> it was Arthur. It was Arthur. Day on the hay table. I love when she says, they're at dinner, and she says, I have a slight headache. If you'll excuse me, I have a slight headache, and then gets up from the table to go to bed. <laughs> it's That's like, a sick burn. I'm yeah. going to use that from now on. Like, I can't, I can't communicate with you via text. I have a slight headache. I have a slight headache, so I have to go. Uh, and then just leaves before I, the first course I is even I fear served. my head may begin to hurt at some point. <laughs> yeah. So I must cease all communication. Yes, I have the beginnings of possibly a headache. So I have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. That was like, we haven't had an awkward I'll dinner in a while. And yeah. that was like the king of awkward dinners. I know. It's back. It's back. It's back. back if, back. uh, Jennifer's outfit Aqua dinner featuring servants. Yes. <laughs> if the outfit Jennifer wore to that dinner can't break your mood, then nothing can because that oh, was that fucking so incredible. Good. The it's, clothes in this episode yes. were so fucking good. great. Yes. They were so, the jackets. I think I I wrote like fabulous jackets in my <laughs> fantastic jackets. <laughs> I don't like riding horses or horses in general. I love the fashion of mm-hmm. it's cuz it's sporty yet fashionable and yeah. I love that look of like ready for action but also looking great that's like what i want that's what i aspire to dress like i want to talk about the hunt itself but i sort of don't want to talk about the hunt um i need us to talk about how the episode is set up to make you think that the husband of course who is a major dick face is trying to kill her and that's why she's like all um, frightened, wealthy, isolated heroine, like yes. to total strangers. Like, I think I might need your help. My husband, this or that. And it's like, are you telling that to your husband's friend of me, Jonathan Hart? Why in the fuck do the hearts know that asshole? Like, seriously, what in the hell are they thinking? Also, I don't believe Jennifer Hart would go with her animal activism would ever go on a hunt. Correct. They didn't know that it was humane until they were already fucking there. It's, they're certainly not going to hang out with Sir Dickface. No. So I just think, okay, so the husband cuts the leather syrup on <laughs> uh, the saddle. He like full on is in the tack room, which again, they have staff that would check all of that. He's not saddling up that horse. No. He cuts the Was that the husband or the butler? Almost all the way through. I thought the butler did that. No? no. It was the Cyril, the butler? Yeah. Okay. So they make you think that he's trying to off her because he's feeling up the maid and all this stuff. So it's like red herring, red herring, red herring, which is great, which I really liked. But, oh, my God, I just couldn't get over Sir Dickface. It was very unpleasant. Well, it's he's kind of a, a repeat. Also, Arthur's yuck. Is there just a show about Eddie? <laughs> It's a repeat of uh, downhill to death plot, sort of in a way. Where in it's a way, like this yeah, this is set up for murder, 
the husband murdering the wife. The wife ends up murdering the husband and has a lover and wants the money. And like, it's kind of a lot like that with less fun skiing lodge sequences <laughs> <laughs> and more dogs. But more uh, Aaron sweaters. And 100% more darts. A thousand percent more darts. I think that the problem with that plot, which actually, of course, I, I just go for every time. It's like, aha, you outsmarted the evil spouse or whatever. But it's like, at least with Halsey, Halsey was gross, but you weren't like wishing him dead, right? You're like legit concerned and downhold to death that Halsey is going to get killed right yeah but or you you're you're sorry you don't we don't know he's going to be healed we're concerned when we find out the that he has potentially been murdered mm. um or had a terrible dramatic red jumpsuit ski accident <laughs> yeah oh, down hold the death wasn't so good. was he not um, plotting he was plotting, he was plotting her, her yes. death yes. yeah but i didn't have a problem with she it the way that it. i do with this one okay. because it's just like when sir dick face gets his his face shot off <laughs> Um, who cares? Does anyone care? It's just like, oh, thank God I don't have to see that guy again being competitive about shooting trap or being a dick at the dinner table or just being a jerk that makes you wonder why is anyone in there? Like you could be in London yeah. or at you that could pub. be anywhere whooping it up. You're rich. Don't hang out with that guy. Well, so he was cheating on her. Like, were they a happy couple at one point, do we believe? Or were they married for her to get his money always? Like, was that all was? I can't answer that. Yeah, I, guess we I, don't, I don't have, have the information. information. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have the the data on that. Margaret, I want to say like, can you get Margaret in? Yeah, Margaret. Yeah, <laughs> just snap uh, at her. I'll give her a call. <laughs> I want to say maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Margaret's office right now. Yeah, benefit of the doubt for the hearts being friends with this <laughs> dick face. He was a great guy at one point, and That's being Sir Dick Face to you, yeah, being married to somebody that is trying to kill him constantly, maybe warped his personality into a little bit more of an asshole, possibly, <laughs> and being married and isolated in a manner in the in the uh, English countryside. Where the only thing to do is skeet shoot. I mean, but that's not where they live. Like <laughs> no, they not. that's where that's their weekend home, oh, as God. stated in the beginning of the episode when Max is like, Wow, he lives all the way out here and he's like they're like, No, he lives in London. Oh, that ADR. Yeah. <laughs> people when you do ADR, they people talk differently. They talk as if they're trying to I mean, I guess you have to. You're acting. They're reading. There's like a specific way of acting. But I mean, they, they're reading all their lines and they're acting them when we were watching them. Why is it so different when it's ADR? It's like, <laughs> we're in a car now and we're going up to this manor and this is what we're going to do when we get there. It's like well, the acoustics of the space that someone is in, like plays a huge part in just yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's true. We all notice it. We don't sometimes people don't notice that they notice it, but you notice it like yeah. When when you're watching a movie and people are talking and then suddenly a line is ADR'd, yeah, you know it even if it matches their mouth and everything. It's mm -hmm. because there's no reflections or yeah. there's different reflections. It was just very clearly ADR beginning, like intro to a like rom com or something. I don't know. It was weird. Second episode of this season featuring Josephine Bonaparte. Oh, oh really? yeah, Josephine Bonaparte's getting a lot of name drops this season. Um, everybody has something that Napoleon gave the Empress Josephine. <laughs> she was really um, big in 1983. The uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever the mega asshole people have a table in their uh, foyer 
didn't that's catch that. It's a very nice table, beautiful Regency table. They also um, have a uh, bust of the Emperor of Rome that I'm a twin with. Oh yeah, <laughs> bust of Joe. Oh, Lucius, maybe it's yeah, maybe it's a bust of you, Joe. Lucius Verus and I are twins. I feel like Claire. I don't know why I can't remember those people's last names. I guess because I hate them. Belgrade? I like that they have a a horse. Okay, <laughs> sir. Dick Face Spellgrave and his gross wife, Claire. Um, they have that cool horse named Prince Valiant, but I don't know why it's called Prince Valiant because I feel like you would pick a black horse to call Prince Valiant because of his shiny hair, but whatever. Um, she says the greatest thing ever, which I plan to say, if I am trying to cover the fact that I am trying to murder my husband with my boyfriend, Arthur, from the show <laughs> with the glasses, <laughs> the neck. Maybe it's a crew neck sweater. Does Arthur wear a crew neck sweater? I have no idea. <laughs> Get PBS on the line right now. Stat. Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. Um, Margaret. <laughs> Margaret, please. Can you, uh, Margaret, can you come in here, please? <laughs> um, <laughs> she says after she uh, drops very in a very lackluster way. And now I think Joe might be right. Maybe Arthur was setting, setting her up for the fall, but she could have just thrown herself off the horse if that was the case. Yeah. But, because she's a horsewoman, but she says she looks. She goes. She goes. Can't you see he's trying to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I guess. I, I mean, I guess I see that now. But your wrist is just sprained. Yeah, you're like fine. it's not even fucking. It's not even fucking broken. I love that. I just love so much that she just laid. Should have broke that bitch's leg. <laughs> she flopped to the ground and then just laid flat on her back until someone came over and propped her up. And yes, I just. Can you imagine if if you got hurt and that was your reaction? It's just so funny to do that. (laughs) Like that's what I'm going to do next time I fall down. Just lay flat on my back until someone comes and helps me. Like staring into the sky. (laughs) That's so funny. And that's like the weirdest way to try to hurt somebody on a horse: cutting the one stirrup a little bit so that at the right moment it breaks off. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's bless you. It's just yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know why. I I just. I don't think it's very thought through. I don't think that Sir Dickface, Sir William Dickface would, I don't know. There's something, there's a schism there. They have all of these, these people working in service for them, but they're just like coming and going all up in everybody's shit, jacking it up. I mean, I guess like that guy loves some sort of creamy brain soup is like his favorite (laughs) food. But I feel like it's all infused me with, if I can quote Eddie, the hero, Eddie, Mm -hmm. Um, pub denizen Eddie, local gossip Eddie, darts champion, <laughs> Dark champion. Eddie. Eddie. I thought his name was Tommy. Someone else's uh, Honda, or is it a Yamaha that he's riding? Because it has both things on it. Um, he <laughs> has infused me with a generous helping of something I was born with, which is correct. Yankee doubt. Yankee <laughs> doubt. I, is that Yankee doubt I'm hearing? Yankee doubt. Yankee doubt. Sounds like a parlor game from the Civil War, does yes. it not? Mm. Where it's like, oh, we, we're tired of playing whist, mama. <laughs> what will we do to while away the conflict? Like, let's play a rousing game of Yankee Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like- what did Pa send us? Oh, just this letter, a lock of his hair in case he dies, and... Oh, it's a pencil and some paper. We can play a, a night's worth of Yankee Doubt. It's the planchette for Yankee Doubt. <laughs> right. 
the Yankees doubt that the South will rise again. There, I said it. <laughs> um, Eddie. Eddie. Uh, not Tommy. Eddie. <laughs> not Tommy. So <laughs> not Tommy. There's also a weird. Tommy plays Tommy. a pinball. There's a weird through line yeah. of, of like <laughs> betting in this episode. Like Jonathan, when he first Mean arrives pinball. at the manor, tries to skeet shark the the shrew that dude whatever his name is mm-hmm. belgrade and tries to pretend like he's bad at skeet shooting to win some money off of him which seems like a weird really weird thing to start a weekend with these people why are they shooting trap is really i mean they is that what just, it's called they have, a, they have a full yeah they have a full um staff like gamekeeping staff <laughs> why aren't they just out shooting pheasants yeah good question maybe it's not the season yeah yet. maybe that's it's a seasonal thing I have no idea. But the pheasants were there in the cage in the blind. They were there. They were. <laughs> Does England have hunting seasons for pheasant? I have no idea. Uh, I like the Benny, Benny Hill esque making out couple that they all jumped their horses over. Yeah. That really I delighted found, me. <laughs> I found myself a little sketched out by the people riding in the fake and not like D for effort on the hunt. Um, the people whose horses were like, Oh fuck. No. (laughs) Like that happened multiple times when they got to gates on the property during the hunt. Like there's just like three horses and riders that just Mm -hmm. tap the fuck out the second (laughs) they get to the fence. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then I just thought, I thought I wish one of those horses that doesn't like to jump over shit would just collapse onde this car and kill those people <laughs> and just like then that Ooh. keeps the hearts from getting murdered because they have to stop dealing with deal with like some snapped makeout next I love that rewrite from Ellen like what are you doing corner. on our fucking property you assholes get yeah. out of here I didn't Gross. understand why that couple in the car wasn't uh, Max and Annie. I was just going to say, like, that why? would have been a cuter, like, little thing yeah. to have Max and Annie making out in the car. They had a little fling going, yeah. and they were, Max yeah. was like, I'm not going to help you solve this murder. I'm going on a date. Goodbye. Yep. To Jonathan. Right. So, and Annie's like, you know what? At the end, I'm going to wear a dark green velvet blazer yep. to the pub. <laughs> well, he had just finished stealing all that money from the other servants. So he's. <laughs> playing liars poker liars poker i love when the butler comes in and tries to gossip with annie and she mm. is on her high horse in front of max and like won't have and then you know, two seconds later yeah you know that they <laughs> gossip all the time he came in there like locked and loaded with like uh, the guess who had another nightmare yep <laughs> and she's like yeah I, know, I think we should stay out of other people's business and it's like i don't believe you annie you're just saying that in front of max because totally he's doesn't, doesn't doesn't everybody fucking hate that person who does that we're like just like 24 hours earlier, they're just like pouring the poison into your ear, like yes. fucking Agrippina or something. And then it's just like, oh, um, oh my God, that's not for me to whatever. And it's like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to put like, that I have some exciting news off of the, the wire. Fuck you, you two faced piece of shit. They're like, like three faced. <laughs> yeah. They're two faced. And then they have another face, which is not gossiping. <laughs> Uh, and Can then, we talk about the pub when the hearts walk in there? They wa- the way those people acted. It's like, are the hearts still white? They were. Yeah. I'm not sure why those people went so straw dogs wicker man on their asses it the was minute they walked into full that pub. On 
what what what's that called? The slaughtered lamb in American Werewolf in London. Like with, when yeah, they walk into the pub and then everyone's every, like yeah. the the records screeches <laughs> to a halt and like uh, everyone turns and goes silent. Yeah, like I th- I had the same thought. I was like, ain't no way they're doing that when two yeah. white people. <laughs> yeah, in the eighties to yeah to preppy dressed rich white people. That's not happening. Yeah. That is not happening. Yeah. Does anyone else like to watch American Werewolf if you're on the aisle and there's kids sitting behind you on an airplane? <laughs> I like to watch the most inappropriate. Whenever shit I on fly airplanes. overnight, I always watch American Werewolf in London. I just <laughs> I don't know why. That's just like I get on an airplane and immediately I'm just like, oh, I got an itch for the David Naughton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I could have watched a whole episode of The Hearts just hanging out at an English pub. I love those scenes and that, too. that little world. Yeah, that world. was cool. It was yeah, it was so cozy mm-hmm. and just nice and seemed awesome. So I want I wanted more pub time, but I'm I guess the town folk like they all knew that or Eddie immediately was like, oh he likes girls who are twenty five oh, yeah. years old. He had a that <laughs> that was dick so face had a reputation in town for first, liking young yeah. women like Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. young. <laughs> so he's the Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> of that English town. <laughs> who? <laughs> Um, so I guess maybe they all knew that the hearts were staying with the Belgrave Belgrades. Mm-hmm. And no, then, the hearts asked about the, about them, right? Oh, the hearts went in there to, to get some in- information. Oh, yeah. is that why they went? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe everyone already knew that they were staying with them and we're just like, what is going on at that manor? Were the hearts driving a mercury? Plus they're all terrified because there's a werewolf running around. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense that they would be they'd be like we just had a werewolf and there are these two new rich people right. in town it's pretty suspicious and we, can't, we can't open the door don't walk yeah. out across the moors etc yeah. speaking of the heart's yeah. car which I, I don't know what cars are um, well I know that there are automobiles they're, that, that okay. they're, they're I like, know they are horseless carriages motorized conveyances <laughs> motorized bicycles I, <laughs> I don't, I don't work know as if by magic I don't, I don't know makes and models by sight for the most part but uh, they were just speeding the fuck through those uh, oh, country that, roads and it was kind of stressing me, so me out in the village in yes. the village they were tearing it up and, like, and then like Eddie's like on the bike did I hear this part wrong did he say that Somebody was coming to pick up the motorcycle from him later that day, like it wasn't his, and he just rides all the shit that you take to the village mechanic shop. <laughs> he might have that. He might have. Said I don't know. It was then weird. he fucking full on wipes out on it. That was not on um, purpose. That was not what that scene no. was supposed to be. No, that was legitimately an onset motorcycle <laughs> yeah. accident that they just left in. But he grabs her horse reins. I guess that was to grab the horse reins and keep her there. And even mm. she is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> why are you flying in here as if you're protecting somebody? But there was the protection was already done. The, he had taken the bullets out of that gun. Yes. Which the guy tried to shoot the hearts yeah, with. Yeah, but that, Claire's like a kind of a bitch. You just want to fuck with her at that point. Yeah. Did you guys <laughs> notice when... So, so Arthur Lovejoy, not very good <laughs> estate manager, <laughs> um, he drags like goes in this is actually pretty brilliant so to in an attempt to murder the hearts he takes their pieces of their clothing out of their room when they're not there and he 
drags it through the woods, and then he releases the so-called Dorset bloodhounds, mm. and then we're off to the race, and the hearts are frantically running in their um, Irish sweaters. Sorry, I think those sweaters were Irish, <laughs> Irish sweaters, <laughs> and they're running and whatever, and then they're like, we got to get in this boat, which is a great way to escape bloodhounds, except that one of the dogs fully goes into the yes. water. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, I was I like, yes, that. yes. <laughs> I was like, there's no Yankee doubt in my mind that those Dorset <laughs> bloodhounds are going to rip your fucking throat out. Yeah. This, the hounds in the episode, especially in the dream sequence too, it's like there's mm-hmm. there's a thread through this episode that doesn't quite make sense with the plot at all. And it's just like, that whole scene was just kind of like, felt tacked on to me. I don't know. It wasn't like, I guess they were trying to kill the hearts and they used the dogs to do it, but. Just, were the other dogs well, mastiffs? What kind of or brassicanaria? Like what kind of dogs were the other dogs? Oh, I thought they were the um, dream dogs. From my recollection, they were mastiffs or Doberman. I don't know. Uh, if, um, if a bunch of dogs ran up to me like that, I would like stretch out my arms and wait for like the dogs to come running up and kiss my face <laughs> yeah i know that's oh. they would not threatening at all i'm 100 percent the like <laughs> like oh hey and then get torn apart <laughs> yeah look at all the dogs oh cute dogs <laughs> they think i have snacks they love me ow <laughs> they want a treat <laughs> well you probably shouldn't go to the hundred year old hunt at the asshole estate <laughs> no i don't think i will well okay. we haven't really fully talked about the dream sequence Okay, the dream sequence I love, of course, of, of course I do. But uh-huh. the but thing that why was, is she having the nightmare because she's trying to kill him. Can I set the tone for the listeners because I recorded the nightmare music because it's yes. really stressful <laughs> and I just want to play it. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna get married to that. <laughs> That's your walking down the aisle music. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, is that that opened the the nightmare opened with her opening the refrigerator door so i 100 the refrigerator our pov was brain soup my pov in my mind was jello mold it was because they were doing the like wiggly wiggly. so since that was a giallo scene i just kept calling it jello cam but uh I jello, jello. I really expected her to like pull out a giant jello mold and like huh. carry it to a table or something but then mm. when it turned into the nightmare I was like oh the jello is following her and it was jello's fucking straight up chasing her yes <laughs> it was all red her own house. red and black the the shot so great some kind really of weird cool. gel on the very on the, cool yeah, that was the best just but f- how it fits into the plot does it make sense to you guys cuz it doesn't make any sense to me I personally, no, set up, right? yeah, I think it, it's a, it's a, it's a literally red herring. Uh, I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it was, uh, if we're going to, if we're going to suggest that it genuinely happened, I'm going to say that she has been like doing this for a while. We know this from the mm-hmm. butler who said she's had another nightmare. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's setting this up like yeah. continuously, which to me is a terrible thing to do when the plot is for you to kill your husband. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because otherwise she had a great, it was a great plan. Like, mm-hmm. 
Dude, was a good plan. We're gonna fuck up your bullet, and you're gonna get yeah, your head blown the off. End. Fucking Bye. genius! Like it's genius. Yeah, you don't have to add much more. Nobody likes that guy anyway, so I nobody think, gives a shit. Mm-hmm. It also I would consider it suicide by wife because he gives them a roadmap at the beginning of the episode as a foreshadowing. He says, "If these guns are clogged up, it'll backfire and kill who's ever shooting." Them. And it's like <laughs> that you're just telling them how to kill you, basically. To no one's surprise, that's how he died. Do you think that's, do you, okay, here's a question. Do we think that maybe she wasn't planning on killing her husband? She was just like stressing out about him possibly killing her. And then when that happened, she was like, ooh, I've got it. Maybe. That's what I don't know. Hey, Arthur, I figured out how to do this. That's why I don't understand the dog stuff, like driving her crazy. She seems insane a little bit. She's going crazy because he's cheating on her. But then at the end, it just seemed like she was cheating on him and wanted his money. Yeah, she she was was totally rational and not crazy at all. Well, in a place like that, if you tell if if you tell the servants that you're or they overhear that you're having nightmares, everyone in the village is going to know that you had a sixth sense about your husband trying to kill you, Mm -hmm. and then he ends up dead, and nobody cares because haven't you been through enough? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, totally. I just think like that it felt like two plots being mashed together. One of them seems cooler than the other. One of them is this insane dog haunted woman is going crazy and ends up killing her husband the other one is a miserable wife kills her husband for money and that's kind of boring and it's been done a bunch of times on heart to heart even so i wish they had gone fully more into the hounds of the baskerville style haunted dog Mm. craziness of this english manor and had some more stuff like that rather than the like top hat wearing Jonathan on a horse at the end, like where they're foiling this woman's plan to kill her husband for his money. I think it would have been just a cool like character trait to have her be like deathly afraid of dogs. Yeah. Like have nightmares about dogs. And then this hunt is coming up. Something more needed to be happening with those dogs. Are English people allowed to be afraid of dogs? (laughs) I don't think they are. (laughs) I think that if they could, there would be an all dog parliament. <laughs> I would move to England if that were the case. Dog parliament. Oh no, some of those Tory dogs are real assholes. Dog parliament, smoking parliament. We need the London office to talk to us about the manor house. And yeah. also, just if we walk into a pub there, well, you guys, well, who among the three of us is the least white looking? Is it Joe? The least white looking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes. just still still back in the place where the the American Warp and London pub people are like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like well, I there mean, is yeah, I get, nothing. I, that would I get the never whole... happen. But I was thinking if the three of us walked in to you know, the straw dogs, Wicker Man, Werewolf, American Warp and London thing, like would would it be like <gasps> Yeah, it would 100% because we're not from there. Like, it's, it doesn't matter who you are. That town had like 50 people. There's like regulars at that <laughs> pub every day. Yeah. Especially, wasn't it in the middle of the day that they went there? Absolutely. So, I don't know if it would be <laughs> that much of a record That joint was shoulder to shoulder in the middle of the day. It did seem like they just, I think... It was so too Fuller's much. Fuller's probably hasn't bought that place yet, but they will. They emphasize that moment too much in the episode to where it seemed like something else was supposed to be going on with it, but then there just wasn't. It was just that the hearts were outsiders. Yeah. And it's, it's not like, welcome to the lovely English village of Cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I also, I got, I, I kind of, I think I just like l- let myself believe that they were so fancily dressed that, that the, <laughs> the regular folk of this village were like, who the fuck, why, what are you doing in our workers pub? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Well, here's how we're going to do this. If we happen onto, uh, the little village on an estate. Joe has to go in first by himself so that he can watch what happens when you and I walk in individually. <laughs> and then I'll be friends with all of them inside and I'll do the exact same reaction to you guys and be like, Ugh. I just know that I have to learn but darts. Yeah. I'll have to wait outside long enough for Eric to buy something at the bar. And then as soon as he's turning around, sits down, then I'll walk in and we can do it all over again. <laughs> just keep doing it over and over again. No, when I walk in, both of you have to go, <gasps> he stare at you silently. I've never played darts. I've thrown darts at a dartboard, but I've never like, <laughs> I, I don't, I, it's a game that I don't understand how it, how the scoring goes. The I rules are a lot mm. different than you would expect with an actual game of darts, which I played once in Texas. And it was like the only time I've ever played darts. And the rules were like, you're not just trying to get a bullseye every time, basically which is what I thought darts was when I was a young child. I have this, my, so when I was younger, like I think I was like 12, we had a dartboard in the garage with real darts Mm -hmm. and I used to play it. And my dad's motorcycle friend would come through every time that Sturgis gathering happened. He would like ride his motorcycle across the country and go to Sturgis. So he was there and I was plucking my dart off the board and another dart hit the board right next to my hand. And I was just like, I never trusted that guy again. I, that was like the end of my relationship to that person. I was like, you are horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's, that that's the most asshole so thing scary. Yeah. But if the dart hit you, you should have picked up a crowbar and beaten his <laughs> yeah. skull into yeah. a red liquid. <laughs> no, I would have um, rigged a skeet gun to backfire. <laughs> we, had, we had a dart board that was actually, it's like, man, I should do that again. Um, it was a dartboard you know with like the bullseye and everything but instead of darts you used ping pong balls that had velcro Velcro. oh yeah and that that was fun yeah that's fun but um darts i'm always like how come they don't make more goth the dartboards that have like because to me the pattern of like the little point sections it's like oh it's a spider web yeah like why why wouldn't you make a goth dartboard (laughs) that you throw spiders at no you would throw flies at it you throw just flies a, at it. Just a spooky, straight-up, regular dartboard. Yeah. Like, like on that. Halloween, why don't you just have a spiderweb dartboard? We should invent this and make a ton of money. Yeah. That's my $100 idea for today. <laughs> well, speaking of darts, oh, it's time it's for Pick Your Poke. Because darts are pokey. Mm, <laughs> Ellen, oh, okay. was... I'm, I'm like, oh, I didn't get it. Were the sisters <laughs> right? Uh... No pokes for me. No pokes. Pokeless? No pokes. Pokeless. Uh, Eddie. Eddie is the poke for me. (laughs) I love Eddie. Eddie was cute. Eddie was cool. Eddie uh, looks great in his motorcycle outfit. (laughs) Eddie does not know how to ride a motorcycle. (laughs) I don't care. Eddie hates Arthur. I don't think he should ride a motorcycle. (laughs) Arthur the cartoon. He could hurt himself. Uh, Yeah. And he probably did because a motorcycle (laughs) fell on his leg and slid four meters. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you use the, the metric system because it, it's in Europe. In Europe, we're on location, Joe. I also choose Eddie, Yay. of course. But in my mind, his name is Tommy. <laughs> so uh, no, I would. Mm. Yeah, 
It'd, it'd be so fun to have a motorcycle date with him where he rode, <laughs> rode on the back of his motorcycle. And, oh my God, then two deaths there. <laughs> to the pub to play darts. Both of you are going to lose a limb. Yeah, uh, both of you are going to have your legs ripped off on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> he was so cute and very sweet to the hearts. He was the first one to befriend the hearts in the bar. Yeah. Right. And he's really good at darts. He's really good at poking. He is really good at darts. Uh. <laughs> Um, mm. and then that's the end of that episode. Well, they, they, <laughs> so we do have to. I do want to bring up when uh, the when Jonathan <laughs> leaps off of his horse to get at Arthur. Right, he left a moving a moving thing. <laughs> yeah. Jump on somebody. I mean, you Twist. know, it's England. Twist. It's England, yeah. so you know, it has to yeah. it has to it be has off to the be opposite different. side. <laughs> yeah. But Arthur, when Arthur nice. fell off his horse, it was a real like. <laughs> violent fall like that stunt person oh, yeah. really did the job like he understood the assignment i was i was impressed <laughs> but yeah oh. then it's like jonathan one old oh, one punch johnny like he punches him and then arthur just oh, goes man. down and, and breathes heavily yeah and then we he get a bad joke decks that dude yeah yeah <laughs> i thought the blah blah the butler blah blah yeah if it would have been um, it's not the worst English. joke not the worst joke from at the end of a heart to heart episode, but no. you know, hey, do you guys remember when Claire, um, who doesn't give a flying fuck that Sir Dick face got his face blown off at her request <laughs> and she goes, everything's so empty now. <laughs> yeah. This house is so big. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's something so hilarious about when she and Arthur are in bed drinking, not good looking wine. And she just has that tiny little wrist thing on because she sprained her wrist when she fell off yeah. the horse and screams, you see, he's trying to kill me. I like her line when they're in bed. She, he says something like, the heart, well, we dealt with the hearts. And she says, you're very sweet, Arthur. Not smart, but very sweet. And it's like, <laughs> is that a compliment? I think I would take that as an insult overall. Not smart, um, but very sweet. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a compliment. This goes, uh, this, this is a, a heart villain, particularly a heart villainess uh, trope, is that she berates her man of hench. Yeah, which I consider totally. Arthur her man of hench, even though they're fucking. She she's in, she is running the show here. He's yeah. just he's just no muscle, yeah. and he's an idiot. Yeah. He's a working dude. He's just the, the world's worst estate manager. <laughs> yeah, well, he managed to kill the estate guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't managing. He managed the estate out of that guy's hands into his wife's (laughs) hands. (laughs) What is so? The butler was an innocent person all along. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Cyril's just just there to for Annie to stab in the back. Okay, I was (laughs) I got confused between Arthur and Cyril. I didn't. I couldn't keep them straight for some reason. They have similar vibes. Yeah, English. (laughs) <laughs> and just kind of lumped them together as characters. <laughs> the butler was a red herring. <laughs> the butler was a red herring. And he loves to gossip. That's, I have no more notes. That's, that's everything. And I have a slight headache, so I have to go. <laughs> yeah, I have a slight headache. I have to go. God, the awkward dinner party. I didn't realize I missed it, but I, I guess do, I did. I do love seeing Jennifer dressed to the nines and ha- with with a confounded yes. look on her face, like sharing yeah. sharing awkward glances at Jonathan. Like, oh fuck! Like, should we leave? Yeah, <laughs> trying to make the best out of a horrible. That's situation. a great. That's a great thing. When the bit where he's like, "I know what you're thinking." 
<laughs> we, we should get the fuck out of here yes. or whatever he says. And she's like, no, she's like, uh, nope, not that opposite of that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Just, I do want to ride Prince Charming. Just go drink the two bottles of whiskey in your room. There was, yeah, there was, was like tense. several bottles of whiskey in every room, which I was just like, this is class. This is so classy. <laughs> Yeah, crystal decanters everywhere. People love torturing the hearts with dinner parties, though. They're all constant torture for that. Have we seen them have like a good dinner? Night horrors. Well, I guess at home. It's not at home. Night horrors was good. Actually, I do think the night horrors dinner might have been the best dinner. That head on the platter. (laughs) It was the most entertaining, and they got to eat. Oh wait, no, they didn't get to eat. Oh no. Oh, I like I like the one where when the when Jonathan wears the green velour tennis suit that guy when they have the awkward dinner at that guy's house the drug addi- addicted that was or, horrible yeah the amphet- amphetamine uh, <laughs> yeah oh god that's like the worst one ever it's so uncomfortable and, and there's then just also, ones that are like kind of boring like the monk restaurant in hawaii yeah i mean i was going to say that about the drug one is that like, was pretty awkward actually even if that dinner wasn't awkward it just looked boring like it didn't <laughs> look like a fun dinner to be at either way so at least in this one you're in an english manor you know, in the people, countryside people be having some sad dining rooms you know what everybody <laughs> if you're gonna have a dining room like turn it into your fucking work from home joint or the dog's room <laughs> or whatever yeah because you're not making the effort I don't care if you only eat in there twice a year. Like it's like Thanksgiving and then maybe we have a special like, oh, maybe Johnny's graduating or some bullshit (laughs) dining room use. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's like your puzzle room or your hobby bullshit corner or whatever. But (laughs) stop disrespecting the dining room. If you have a dining room, respect the dining room. Like make an effort. Fucking dine. sake. We have a dining room. You shouldn't have and to our dining make room your is... own decapitation. <laughs> Ours is a podcast room. Now. Our dining room is a podcast room, a board game room, a recording studio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And on Thanksgiving, and it's a dining room. Sometimes <laughs> a dining room. <laughs> We've used, we used Corey's dining room as a podcast studio. It's like, that's all we know. We yeah. use it for awkward podcasts. We did eat at Corey's, on Corey's t- table at the dining room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Szechuan you know, we ate lion head and then there was there was supposedly a rumor that we were going to get lion head again when we potted before your birthday party but we fucking didn't no we didn't oh yeah that i'm i think about that lion head meal pretty regularly really yeah it was really so, good so why did we not have it the second time Happy birthday, Eric. I'm starving. <laughs> I don't know. What did we do? What? Okay. Now I'm trying to think because we, <laughs> we went, didn't do Joe shit. And I, we drank. We you did, and I drank. We Joe. did not have time. Joe and I went Obviously. to Babar. Just listen to the episode, everybody. And yeah. then when we... Did we eat dinner? Ah. Did we order... I thought we ordered something. This I is the most it. important part of this podcast episode, by the way. Yeah, hey, hey, everybody. The, did we eat? Uh, we <laughs> eat. I'm doing this at work right now. I'm legit like sitting in a library. Um, yeah, and Joe's going to Europe. I do love a dinner party though, so we should use our dining room more often. Well, now Dine that in. now that uh, no one gives a fuck about COVID anymore, we can have more dining. The pandemic's dining over. Parties. Oh, it'll Yay. be that meal you eat right before you get COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're so far. We're the last. People, I don't have a dining room. We're the last people to uh, to get COVID that I know in Los Angeles <laughs> County. In in Los Angeles and yeah. Seattle. <laughs> Uh, we, I'm sure we had Oof. it already. Maybe. I haven't had COVID. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We. 
I wasn't just saying I'm the French. Yes, getting, getting robbed and shit. We. <laughs> oh, me too. Okay. Well, mm. should we do ratings? No, no. I have a slight headache. No. <laughs> yes, this we should. This interview is over. Well, Ellen, what do you think? Zero to five hearts. Just FYI, my rating is going to be heavily influenced by your ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I have, mine is in a jello mold. I have no idea what it is. You know, I was kind of torn on this one. I couldn't decide between two ratings, each of which I felt pretty good about. But I'm going to go high. I'm going to because it has so many things that I'm just on the record with just loving. Mm-hmm terrible people that may or may not be like everyone's a villain so that i always like that because it's like kill them all yeah. like go full metallic on that shit it's in england which i like yeah, yeah. um i'm giving it a five yeah. wow shit Cause, really because giallo jello that's all yeah. i need even if <laughs> even if the rest of the episode was a hundred percent garbage <laughs> I would still give it a five Giello. just for the nightmares. The, the Giallo Jello was was truly like when that happened, uh-huh. I was immediately like, oh my God, I'm so happy this is happening. I I'm wish ready for this episode. Rather than that, be, have that one be so long, I wish they had done a couple throughout the episode though. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. Yeah. Again, that would have been like with different flavors of Jello, <laughs> not just cherry. <laughs> a, there was great. a lime scene. Yeah, lime. Green. <laughs> Banana. Uh, I am going to give this a four. Uh, I Mm -hmm. think it's a really good episode. I really enjoyed all of it. It's not spectacular. Mm -hmm. um, But I really liked it. I, yeah, I liked, I liked it. It's my personal enjoyment factor is what takes it from a four to a five, but that was what I was going back and forth on. Yeah. Yeah. So my personal love of the things in this episode is what took me over over the fence, unlike some of those people at the hunt who did not ride their horse. Yeah. I also don't know how to rate this episode. I This is maybe the first time I've watched an episode twice. I watched it again before we podcasted just now because I didn't know what I wanted to rate it. Uh, mm. After the first time watching, I was like, that was like a 2 or 2.5. And then I watched it again. I was what? like, that's a 4 or 4.5. Oh, get spooky, Joe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> get GLO'd. I still don't really know. Uh, it's really weird because there is stuff that I loved and then stuff that was kind of boring and didn't love so much. But I think I'm going to go for... Margaret, can you get in here? Yeah. Joe's bothering. <laughs> can you correct me? <laughs> I'm going to go with a four. Four. Uh, feeling uh. pretty shaky about that one. I feel like maybe a 3.5 would be more appropriate. But mm. I don't know. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time for some reason. I think I paid closer attention to it. <laughs> so I knew what was going on. You were busy drawing Max. I know. During the- <laughs> I shouldn't do that anymore because it's really hard to do that and take notes and pay attention. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't do that. But it's so fun. <laughs> I do love your your character studies. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's next? Uh, Karen. Freeway. <laughs> Freeway. <laughs> Freeway good. This wet, disgusting hair. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe who's next will depend on the episode. So, uh, Hearts and Hounds gets thirteen hearts. It's a heart attack. Yeah, it I, deserves that. I think it Yay. totally deserves that. I I love that they were on vacation. Vacation. They were on location again. Yeah, I'm they assuming. Were on holiday. I'm assuming that they shot this episode at the same time that they same shot time. the opening episode. Um. Mm-hmm. Because that yeah. makes financial sense, <laughs> and I make financial sense. Uh, but <laughs> producer, <laughs> yes, I am. 
<laughs> a surprise. Um, anyway, Ellen, what are we doing next? I'm so glad you asked. Tennis, anyone? <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about Love Game, originally airing on November 8th, 1983. Uh, Jonathan teams with tennis great Martina Navratilova in a game of doubles Ooh. aimed at exposing a deceitful tennis pro and the stockbroker who is blackmailing him. Stockbroker. Wow. Love game. No thank you to tennis, first of all. <laughs> oh. You play tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess well, I will play. Well, you haven't lived until you've seen Martina acting. Oh, Ooh, God. I can't wait. I'm nice. very excited. Um, there's one quote that I forgot to mention. When Max walks into the kitchen and Annie's cooking, he says, this smell is the best smell I've smelled since I left home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, yeah. That's Okay, since you brought that up, I do want to bring up that I, I found it slightly incongruous that Max kind of uh, wins at the brains. brains. Yeah, I agree. Because I yeah. think Max is like, that He's seems like something. the most interesting man in the world. Totally. I think mm-hmm. that's something he might have made for the hearts. And I could see the hearts being like, ew. Yeah. But him being like, oh man, it's a delicacy or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, Do he liked it. To... He ate it and he liked it. It's true. Do you want me to sing that Martina Navratilova song again? Oh, no, I don't. Um... Oh, <laughs> yes. great. <laughs> is it about brains? <laughs> <laughs> Make use of the reverb in that room. <laughs> <laughs> the, in the library that you're the library, in. The library. The library. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, so good to have you back. Uh, we'll be what? back. <laughs> did they go somewhere? <laughs> they did. Oh. They Where? were gone a whole week. They went, oh. they went to the slaughtered lamb, and everyone looked at them. <laughs> uh, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At it was murder pod. You can send us messages there because we like hearing from you a lot. And you can also email us at it was at gmail.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Music or whatever the fuck you're listening to this on. Um, fuck Spotify. Wow. Um, shots fired. Shots Skeet fired shots fired. At- <laughs> Hope they don't backfire uh, into your face. Pull. Oh. Uh, what else? Um, Google the episode titles and you can watch along with us. Next week is our 100th episode. Oh my God. What am I going to wear? I don't Mm. know. Something sparkly. (laughs) Something a hundred years old. (laughs) A ruby. This is not about the podcast, but I'm so hungry right now. (laughs) Um, You know, like, (laughs) <laughs> it brings us so much joy when people email us or send us messages. Like, you don't have to do a minute max. I mean, I fucking don't want to do them either, so I totally <laughs> get that. Even though I thought of it, and then I'm like, why don't I just kill myself <laughs> um, to stop these great ideas from flowing? <laughs> um, you know, we're getting close to the end. I know Joe doesn't, it makes Joe, it hurts Joe's heart when I talk like this, but it's just the <laughs> truth. Yeah. And you know, it's not capital. Capitalism isn't killing the podcast. There's just not that many more episodes left. We have done it. So our hundredth episode, it's a little bittersweet. Mm. It wouldn't be if there were like 300 episodes or if somebody would, for Christ's sake, make the remix already, like just do it, (laughs) make the series again, everybody. Now's the time. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, um, I just want people to be aware 
at some point we're going to be gone. And I would hate for you to think, Mm -hmm. I wish I was hanging out, having an awkward dinner party with my new best friends, (laughs) um, Eric, Joe, and Alan talking about heart to heart, but I can't because I just never emailed them. And I I don't know why, because there was a pandemic and we were literally just sitting around doing nothing. (laughs) Well, well, some of us are like crying and overeating, but maybe that's just me. (laughs) Yes. Okay, bye. Don't put this part in. Okay, bye. Uh, email us or else. Also, you, you know, since this this podcast will be will be up uh, for eternity for, for as long as we decide to pay the uh, hosting <laughs> fee, I choose eternity. Um, if you're if it's even if the podcast is already over, the email will still be active as will the social media. You can always write to us and tell us. We I loved no, what you, you did cannot. twenty years ago, and uh, no, we'll have cannot. our nurses tell us that we that <laughs> no. we were loved. At one point in time. Not happening. No. I can't wait to listen to this when I'm 100 <laughs> and putting it in my estate that <laughs> they have to keep it alive and keep it on the When online. I'm 100, I won't remember that we did it the first time, so we're just going to have to do the whole thing over again. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's actually, yeah. if we live to 100, we're doing this whole Let's thing again. Let's all make a pact right now <laughs> that when we turn 100, we're going to do every episode again. <laughs> on this very spot. Yeah. But, but that would be a rather staggered podcast because... <laughs> We're all turning a hundred at different times. So so <laughs> nope. one of us will start it. Same time. The slow rollout. We'll just we'll all be responding to it. It'll be amazing. Yeah, we'll do it at different times. Just leave me room to respond. <laughs> well, I hope Freeway was uh was having a good time back in Los Angeles while the hearts were in England again. It probably wasn't. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Freeway.